What's up, everybody? It's your boy AMJ back with another episode of Real Talk Food Talk. This right here, what we're going to get into today is going to be something that you might want to definitely write down the questions I'm going to ask you and send me the answer so we can pick this up on another day with an expert. Because we're going to talk about fads. We're going to talk about veganism. We're going to talk about vegetarians, meat eaters. How does this all tie into what's going on in the, the global warming and the, the whole infrastructure of the society of American eating habits? Um, so we got a lot to talk about, but I first want to start by saying thank you for tuning in and checking me out on the last podcast. And I hope you liked it, shared it, told folks about it. And make sure that you continue to um, share what's going on on Real Talk, Who Talk with your friends and families and those of that um, really have an opinion, those that want to chime in and, and give me some feedback and, and help us all come together and, and get a good answer. This isn't no judgment. She's just being real and um, keeping it real. So I first want to start off with thanking God as always for this opportunity to be here with you. But I also want to jump into my good and bad food experience. Now, I know you've been waiting for this. I gave you the last one, but this was going to shock you. Now, do me a favor and see if this happens for you. I was craving a, a hoagie, and I'm a hoagie lover. There's a lot of great places that I go get hoagies from in Jersey. Um, but I literally was like needing one, and every time I went to get one, it didn't happen. So I go to the movies, I had popcorn, because I gotta have my popcorn, and I, I don't have it with me, but um, they have this, this cheddar cheese shaker thing, the seasoning, you can get nacho, cheddar cheese, jalapeno, but I like the light white cheddar powder cheese mix on my popcorn and I took a shortcut normally I tell them to pop me fresh popcorn because you know if you don't know they make these big bags of popcorn the night before or early that day and they dump them in when it's busy hours of the movie so go to the movies at the first airing because normally they're cheaper look and check out what movies plan where so you get that 11 a.m. and go in there and tell them I want fresh pop popcorn with no salt no butter and then they will make it fresh. So I hope no one's out there working for AMC or Regal or anywhere like that, because that's how I get my fresh popcorn every time. But I was craving this hoagie, and afterwards, I happened to hear my brother's voice in my head, bro, go to Jersey Mike's, go to Jersey Mike's, go to Jersey Mike's. And I'm like, there's a Jersey Mike's, let me go. And the reason I stopped going to Jersey Mike's is because I think they're very pricey. I think that they're very, very pricey. Not about quality, I will pay for quality. So we're not talking about Will I not go there because of that? But they become pricier. But that doesn't matter. I wanted this hoagie. I went there. Great guy making the hoagies. We had a great talk about a couple restaurants and things of that nature. And I ordered a hoagie. Now, let me know this if you can. There's certain foods I don't get to go because they just don't taste right. Me and my brother had this long conversation. My brother Donovan, in case you don't know. Hoagies, I've never eaten in a restaurant. I gotta have a hoagie. Maybe it's a Camden thing, a Jersey thing. You gotta make my hoagie and wrap it. I gotta take it somewhere and unwrap it because you gotta get all the flavors and the meat. You got the salami, you got the capicola, you got the sharp provolone for weevils over here. You got all those things, and then you got the onions, the oregano, the salt and pepper, tomatoes. And if you do vinegar curry, you can. I don't like you. If you do oil, eh, just a little bit. But if you get some Miracle Whip on it, that's me. I know you hating right now, but do your mayo or not. Put it on the side. But I like to get my hoagie, light mayo, Miracle Whip I gotta take to the store because no one has it anymore or they don't like to use it. 
And I like to get my hoagie home and eat it within two hours so it doesn't get soggy. Now, this isn't due to Jersey Mike's because they made it fresh. I watched the guy. They left off my Cooper Sharp because I don't do provolone, but he did go and put the Cooper Sharp in. And I'm like, you put the cheese on that last? This ain't gonna be good. But surprisingly, it looked good. Long story short, fast forward, four hours is what it took me to get to this hoagie. I'm gonna say this about Jersey Mike's. Your price and your quality does work, okay? I'm not saying you shouldn't come down. I think you're above the market for the size because it's literally like a little bit like nine inches. Correct me if you're out there, Jersey Mike, sit your boy up, AMJ. You know I'm not here to disrespect you. I'm mean, just here to keep it real and have some real talk with my peoples. But if you could do something about making that size a little bit bigger or bringing that price down a little bit, we got a conversation to have. But the quality is there. And I gotta say this, I was a little disappointed because the type of bread didn't hold up to that four hour window. And I've had a four hour window hoagie from some other places. And there's something about that good Italian bread, Kasha's Bakery, um, Del Buno's, Deluxe, you name them. It's a lot at Versus. There's bakeries out there that really kill it in Jersey. Jersey rocks on the bread. Um, but it was something about the, the bread that just seemed a little gift to me. Didn't deter me from eating the whole thing. Phenomenal. My only down part, besides the price, was I asked for hot peppers. Please, folks, when you're making hoagies, squeeze the juice out the peppers. Don't put wet peppers on a hoagie. And then if I happen to have gotten vinegar and oil in there, it would have just destroyed super soggy. I don't like a super soggy hoagie. This isn't a super soggy water gun. I don't want it wet all over. But that was my semi, if I had to say bad experience, was the peppers weren't drained. Now, still good hoagie, so props up to Jersey Mike. My good food experience, I was hungry. Picture that, me being hungry. I had a taste for a cheesesteak. Why I got this thing for cheesesteaks, Big Macs with no pickles and extra cheese. We're gonna talk about that. But this was my thing. I went to this dive bar in Camden. I'm gonna throw your name out there, Romans on Martin Pike. I mean, they, it's one of those things that you feel like, do I take a gun and wear a vest? Or did I just go in there and pray? Well, I went in there and I prayed. And I prayed for a great sandwich. I did pray for security. I guess that was pretty greedy of me, right? I should be worried about my back and my life, not my sandwich and my stomach. But that sandwich was the bomb, baby! Oh my God. Yo, 1095, my man came through on a real tip. Cheesesteak was nice and cheap. I not asked for crispy caramelized onions. Post. stop making me a cheesesteak with sake onion or sweated onion or blanched onions. Fry my onions. Give me fried onions on my cheesesteak like back in the day. Now we're getting cheesesteaks with these fast shuffled around onions and the meat's too big or too fine. But this guy did it right. For 1095, I got that old school crinkle cut fries. And I didn't think he gave me the fries because it was in a styrofoam takeout container. But when I lifted up the container lid, I saw the cheesesteak cut in half, loaded fully with the meat and the cheese and the onions just popping all through. And then they had the crispy hot fries under the bottom with a little dibble dabble of ketchup. Moments y'all can get that. I'm gonna take a bullet for that cheesesteak next time. So, that was my real talk about what's going on. But I'm gonna switch gears right now and talk about some real talk outside of the food realm. Plant-based folks. I'm a novice. I'm gonna say it, I'm a novice. But in 2020, I don't know if you caught it, on, during the 77th Golden Globe Award, we had Joaquin uh, Phoenix on there. 
And this dude was like, yo, I'm all about, you know, saving the environment. You know, we need to go vegan, um, straight up, plant-based. Let's get this change and this is going to change the world. It's going to help with global warming. It's going to help with the, the environment. It's going to cut back the gases that are out there that's, that's doing so much damage, the emissions, the whole nine yards. He had this whole speech. No knock to him. It was great because they served a plant-based meal for the Golden Globe Awards on that night. And for some odd reason, it shows you the power of the voice. And I'm hoping that the power of my voice will get you intrigued to want to answer these questions as to is this plant-based or was this plant-based thing, is it a fad or is it here to stay? Because I'm gonna tell you what I've experienced. Throughout the COVID experience, folks were in a gray area. You didn't know whether you wanted to save up your coins because you didn't know we were gonna have a food shortage because in the beginning, we had this toilet paper shortage. Why, I don't know. We had the sanitizer shortage. We had the mask shortage. We had the glove shortage. Things were just really depleting and just, just disappearing. But plant-based took off. And Burger King did this launch with the Impossible Burger. And then so many other franchises started to jump on that bandwagon. And then I actually got a call from my boy, Dr. Oz, to come to an episode and see if the plant-based diet will lower your, your cholesterol and if you weren't had a diabetes problem, would it do something with that? If you had a weight problem, would it do something with that? So we did this whole thing with Dr. Oz. It was amazing. Uh, for two weeks, I went straight plant-based. And I don't know if you caught the episode, but I figured, I'm hoping that Tay Tay and Weebles could find this episode. We can post it so you can see it. But I went plant-based for two weeks. And I'll tell you one thing. Price-wise, let's talk money-wise. It wasn't too expensive, but it was different. And some of the items that I tried to swap into my diet to give me that feel that I was still eating the meat-based products was hard to find. But I did happen to go to Whole Foods and Wegmans, and they had a very good you know, display of options. Um, I will say that I think one of the two had a lot more. I can't think off the top. I'd rather not say, but I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not say, but I think it was Whole Foods. They had a very big variety of unique types of plant-based foods. The chicken nuggets, the buffalo chicken wings, the cheesesteak meat. They, they had some options. I mean, really good options. The corn dogs, things that you would normally traditionally not find plant-based or vegetarian-based. They did it. It was running about five to seven dollars for like a one 16 ounce bag or eight ounce bag. So, you know, overall, you know, I, I, I shopped the whole gamut. I got everything from the sausage to the hot dog to the bacon, you name it, anything plant-based, I snatched up. Three things I noticed besides the price. One was the sodium was kind of high on some of these items. So yeah, I'm sacrificing the meat but the sodium went up. Number two, the texture. Uh, I could definitely taste a dish, that whatever that texture thing was, whether it was tempeh, some type of soy products, whatever it might've been. I know that vegans say, hey, we don't use soy, we don't use tempeh, then there's some vegans that do. I'm not a vegan, I'm not a vegetarian, I'm a meat man. So I can't tell you, but if you have the answers, call in, chime in, email me, send a pigeon with a note, I don't care, 
we just let me know where am I going wrong and correct me so I can know why did it, the texture feel different and why did it seem like it was more sodium? Now there are some that have been vegans and vegetarians and they have lost weight. I've known and heard of folks that went straight vegan, straight plant-based, let's stick with plant-based and have lowered their cholesterol, um, their diabetes was eliminated, they felt more youthful, they felt more vibrant, they had more energy. I have some that I heard that went plant-based and they felt constipated, which I would think with plant-based you would have more fiber, so you would be, you know, crapping more. Um, some of them felt a little lethargic. I figured plant-based you would definitely not have the sluggishness of the meat in your diet, so you should feel like get up and go. Uh, some did have an issue with the pricing and they thought that the variety and what they were trying to do as far as giving them the meat taste or meat feel didn't work for them. I had somebody, Weebles had the um, the Whopper, and she thought it was amazing. My buddy Old Dirty, he had the Whopper, and he said, Aaron, you got to go to Burger King and get the Whopper. To be totally honest, I've, I've had the burger. I can still taste that it was plant. It wasn't going to sell me on meat. And I know that the meat quality of Burger King back in the 70s and 80s is night and day from what it is today. They can tell me, hey, you're a Burger King representative out there. Please let me know that I'm tripping and that you didn't change your meat game up on the burger because it just feels like you did. I'm just saying. And I say that for all the burger joints, most of the franchise burger joints. But when we're talking about this plant base, I just need to know why since COVID, has seemed to take a little shift and we're really trying to ease out of it. There's less commercials. There's less talk and advertisement about plant-based products. They're still out there at the market. They're not taking up so much landscape up in the freezer and refrigeration now. So is this, was this just something that the Golden Globes was able to like start and then it got people on this trend and Burger King capitalized on it as best they can? And now that we're out to back to normal, we're shifting that aside because, hey, now we're more physical, we're more active. We don't need to worry so much about our weight. We can really just do what we've been doing, but because we're moving, it, it sort of balances it out. I don't know, but I, I don't hear as much about the plant-based food, unless I'm under a rock somewhere, <laughs> but it doesn't seem as a big, stage item as it was in the beginning of the pandemic in the 2020 January time and then we went to shut down I mean like I said before a lot of our changing habits the eating habits have changed during the pandemic some of us ate more some of us ate less some of us drank more some of us became vegans or vegetarians but I also know that this plant-based diet has gotten more expensive because of a lack of three things we have less truck drivers so we have a lot of people waiting on these products to get manufactured. So, you know, if you need the soy product to come from the farm, to get to the factory, to get processed, to get from the factory, to get to the supermarkets, to get to the shelves. So, you know, this manufacturing just distribution thing is really serious and it all links together. And it doesn't affect the bottom line, which is how much we pay for things. So did the plant-based diet get too expensive for some of us to keep up with this? Or is there no effect with the price to some of us and we just realized that we miss meat too much.